Man don't know Friends, finally back. Um, had a little delay there. Had some uh, Wi-Fi problems and whatever. Anyway, I'm super happy to be back. And today on episode 24, my dear, dear friend, Mr. Bloodshot Bill, the one, the only. We go back a long, long ways and after being holed up basically alone for a little while, uh, it was great to uh, just hang out and, you know, ask all the questions, you know, out of curiosity that I always want to know about my friend and, you know, their musical journey and that kind of thing. Um, just absolutely amazing. What a great vibe. Um, yeah, before we start, don't forget, uh, there's a, um, a link to a virtual uh, tip jar underneath the uh, video. Um, that's the Be A Producer program. If you want to donate anything, 25 cents, a dollar, $10, whatever you want, um, you can do it through the uh, PayPal uh, virtual uh, tip jar and uh, you will be credited as the producer of the next episode. And that's how we're kind of doing this. And um, yeah, man, well, don't forget to stroke the subscribe button and uh, let's, let's do it. Get to hang out with Bloodshot. <laughs> Bloodshot Bill, what the fuck, man? It's been a long time. I know, and happy birthday. Oh, thank you, brother. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's an honor to be doing a thing with you on your birthday. <laughs> man, it's, I mean, these days, it's pretty much all we can do, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sweetheart. <laughs> It's funny. I don't know if I was at your first show ever or anything like that, but I'm pretty sure it was close to the first one. I remember drinking a box of beer in the park across the street from Jailhouse, uh, across the street from Saint Laurent Street, because you wanted to get as drunk as possible that night before you went on stage. Probably. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right back in those days, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, uh, that's all we were doing was... Uh, Let's get let's have a party. Let's get as drunk as we can. Like you know, whatever. You're a young kid. Well, exactly. And man, you've come a hell of a long way since then. Yeah, we we're still alive. It's your birthday. Like uh, like uh, you know, uh, fuck, you know. It's crazy. It's crazy. What a journey, you know. Um, uh, <laughs> when I'm talking about the jailhouse, I'm talking about the jailhouse for a reason, also because I find it's a good timing because. The Jailhouse book just came out, and you're yeah. one of the first people I ever saw play there. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember you played on the terrace in front of the bar. At that point, right. I don't think they let you in the bar. They made you play in front of the bar, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was too young. No, I was, yeah, no. No, uh, yeah, I, I worked my way up to uh, coat check. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> played on the terrace, coat check, and then I got to play shows. Yeah. Yeah, man. But those were some memorable nights, though. I mean, w you know, even if they're blurry, they were memorable. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> looking, at, look, looking at that book that Don put out, uh, it's like, bang, I remember that. Bang, I remember that. Bang. Like, you know, it's like, wow. Like, yeah, there was a lot of great times there. Right? I man, it was pretty crazy. It was good to see Don the other day. Uh, like, I like the way he's doing it, going from different place to different place. And every place has a group of people buying this book and everybody has the same reaction. The memory floods. I mean, what, I, did, it was like, I, I met him. I met him in front of the old jailhouse to pick up. Oh, my did you? Yeah. <laughs> nice. What is it called? We were, now? We were sorry. Like where jailhouse was on Mount Royal there. Uh, what's it called now? Do you, do you know? I don't, it looked like it was a party store. <laughs> that sounds right. I got I, no problem I, with that. <laughs> this was like a week ago, but I, I, I can hardly remember. I, I think it was like, 
I think I saw costumes inside, and it was closed because everything's closed. But, but uh, it looked like they were, you know, you know those Halloween, you know, costume party stores. It looked like it was. Yeah. That. I don't know. I don't know if it's a year-round thing, but or not. <laughs> Um, and man, that's wild. But yeah, th that book, it, it's crazy. And all the flood of memories. That's what everybody just keeps saying. It's just, oh my God, I can't remember this and that. And I mean, I don't know how many times you played there, but I've seen you there tons of times. Yeah, because, you know, like I said, I used to work there too. So being in a band with Dom, Dom was always there also. So we always had our gear in the back and it was just like, you know, oh, a band canceled or something. So we just play or like, or there's nothing happening tonight. Like we just, we just played like, you know. What a so, great yeah, way to cut your teeth, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did actually cut my teeth one of those. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. You have one of my most, like, favorite stage moves everywhere. Because back then, well, first of all, you hardly ever stayed on stage. That, that's number one. But number two, yeah. is you, I remember, because you would always kind of shuffle backwards while you're playing and you're singing and you're rah, 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 and you'd always push people's tables with your ass. I remember oh, yeah. that so clearly, man. I don't know how many drinks you knocked over, but I was trying to catch them all. <laughs> oh my god! I like, yeah, I was such a jerk. Like, like it was, it was just like, it was just like, like if you didn't have a guitar in your hand or a microphone and you did that stuff, you'd, you'd get kicked out. But because you had a guitar and a microphone, you'd be like, I'd be like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? That's it. That's why we just gotta call it. Call our guitars just the free pass, you know? <laughs> you you're allowed to do things. You know, that's what I love about it. you're allowed to do things that if you weren't. And people will come and pay to see it. And then, like, you know, instead of, like, you paying to go to a club and then acting like that and then getting kicked out, you could actually maybe make a bit of money and be a total jerk. Exactly. <laughs> and then spend, spend the money the same night, right? <laughs> just laugh. Just laugh and laugh and laugh. Yeah, there was good times. Yeah. But that's one of the great things about you. It's like you're saying laugh and laugh and laugh. But, I mean, you are a feel-good music kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like, a, you're always, like, expressive outwards not necessarily inwards like you know different artists some go in some go out i always saw you as somebody pushing out and like throwing the good time at the people and for you know if anybody looks like they're not really 100 percent into it well you made sure they were <laughs> well yeah yeah I, yeah i like having a good time i like I, you know you're you're there with people and what else are you gonna do you're gonna sit and mope. you know but i do like sitting and moping too <laughs> Absolutely, and I do and then, like you know what you know what I like about this lockdown because I've I like I like ballads and stuff like that too, and just playing acoustic and I like and I played shows like that, but I always feel before those show, like or at those shows even that that people are like ah they want to they came to the show to like scream they didn't know it was going to be like this so so that's what I kind of like during the lockdown I got to play a couple of these you know distance solo acoustic kind of shows and. Everyone had to sit down and stuff like that. So th those were kind of fun to do too. I like that. Well, for sure. That, that's really interesting thing because like I often, uh, like people are like, oh, what's your band like? And I often say, well, we play Saturday night music and not Tuesday night music live, right? <laughs> <laughs> but on record, we always have a couple of the songs that might be considered Tuesday night music. But you're right yeah. that, you know, in that context, you know, for online stuff, maybe it is the time to pull out some Tuesday night music, you know? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's crazy, but like you have these different sides to you for, for sure. And it, you've always impressed the hell out of me because one thing I like uh, right before we did this, look, I got to show you something I got right behind me here. Okay. Do you remember this vinyl? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, man, I just blasted side, side A to, uh, on it. And which is awesome because not only do you sing about girls, you also sing about monsters. I mean, that's perfect, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my favorite yeah. subject. I've always loved, I've, I've always loved monster songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still love them. And girls. <laughs> and I still love girls too. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And girl monsters are even the best, right? <laughs> hey. Actually, I usually, I, I usually think about male monsters. I don't know what the, yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's an interesting point. That's a, I don't yeah. think I, like I said that, but I don't think I've ever thought of a woman monster or a girl monster. That's weird. I just realized <laughs> that now. Fuck. Hey, girls, go show us some monster costumes. Impress us. And kick ass ones that are scary and make me have bad dreams and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that vinyl, I've carried that vinyl around with me for I don't know how many years. And every once in a while, I throw it on. Which gets to the point that I was talking about. One thing that I love about your recordings is how real it sounds. You know what I mean? Like, if I put that on and close my eyes, you're basically playing in the living room production-wise. Wow. It, it, it's just, it, it's amazing. It really blew me away hearing that again. Well, it sounds like it was recorded in a living room. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it does, but in, in the best possible way. Like, I, I don't know who recorded Actually, those. some of that stuff. some of that stuff probably was recorded in a living room. Yeah. Well, did you do a lot of the recordings yourself back in the day? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, and I still do. And uh, there hasn't been many times that I've actually gone into a studio. There was with Dom, we did one at the Hubcast, we did one in Peterborough in a studio. And and then, uh, yeah, I recorded with some friends. And then, you know, years back, let's listen back. I don't really like the sound of it, but, uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I like, I like recording on my own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it's definitely interesting. Like, uh, you, you know, I understand that w when you record on your own, you're you're chasing a sound. Sometimes it does ha help to have people around to kind of help you get there for sure. You know, but totally. it's part of the curve and the process and the journey anyway. You know, I like the home recording because it's just like you get an idea. You just can you just put it down like right away, you know, or something. I like that. Reco record it while it's still magic. Oh, I guess or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's cool then how did you learn to record like i mean what got you to even know how to record because not everybody can record themselves you know did you have somebody show you everyone everyone can record themselves you just have to press record on the thing <laughs> well nowadays <laughs> yeah 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 exactly it's probably easier now than when back then yeah uh <laughs> what did i get i got a four track and i just you know would record at home like yeah yeah. That's wicked. But uh, like, I, I love your sound because like, there's always this spacey rockabilly side, you know, like when rockabilly gets monster style or surfy style. And I find like I, a lot of the same reverbs and stuff are on it. And I absolutely love the way you use them, man. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I don't know if your guitar playing has changed that much since then or not. But I mean, hopefully I've gotten a, a, a little bit better somehow, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. Probably hasn't changed much. I'm a I'm a horrible but, guitar player. I'm, but what I'm a recognizable very, sound. Maybe it's very yeah. Like when I hear stuff that if I hear another song that like and I hear something, I'm like oh, and it's a really bad guitar player. I'm like wow, it's that's like something that I could play. Like it makes me happy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I totally get it, man. Totally. <laughs> but it's cool, though, because when I talk about recognizable sounds, I often think like some of my favorite musicians aren't necessarily what somebody would or, you know, who somebody would say is the best. But I mean, if I'm paying to see somebody live or listen to somebody, I want to I, I want some personality in it. And you never lacked any personality. <laughs> oh, thanks. 
I know what you mean, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, people who can really sing and stuff like that kind of bore the shit out of me and really play guitar or something like, you know, like, like, wow, that's great. Like, it just bores the shit out of me. I love personality in music. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, for sure, there's, for sure. There's, but I- there's no point uh, a bunch of things sounding the same. You should have like, oh, that's that so-and-so and that's so-and-so. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that too. Well, it's funny. I was having a talk the other day with somebody who said like that, you know, when you you talk about either a singing style or a guitar style, but a lot of it is based off of our limitations as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if somebody can do anything while they're doing everything, but they kind of lose what the original core style might've been. I gotcha. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. You know, but, but at the same time, of course, we develop and the journey continues and maybe we get better at certain things, right? Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay to grow and do different things. Like, you know, but uh, sometimes those limitations are kind of cool. Like, you know, they, uh, they, hey, if you get creative with it, like, you know what I mean? And yeah, I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. But speaking of creativity, how many records have you done so far? Do, do you have any idea? uh yes around 50 not all it's full cr- not not all full records though 50 like uh some are you know i put out a lot of uh, seven inches and eps and stuff like that mm-hmm. not all full albums but uh yeah i remember i had to count kind of recently and it was around 50 or something. <laughs> shit man but, but it's crazy i mean just like you know on, on the side of having to produce that much music and get it out like that's a ton of freaking work but also on the creative side i mean not that many people can write that many songs you know yeah i don't know if they can or not but uh but i uh i like to stay busy and i i I like collaborating with people too and that can get you in a different headspace or something and then you go back to your other thing and you know, it's just anything to kill bored. Like, just don't get bored with anything. Like, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah. And when I, if I record something I, and I like it, I want to put it out and move on to the next thing. I don't want to sit on it and be like, oh, I guess I'll put this out in two years or something. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know for how sure. some band. I don't know how some bands do that. Like, 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 like they don't put anything out for like so long, and they're just sitting on these songs that they recorded like years ago, and they're like, all right, release time. I don't know how. I, that's just not, some people can do it, I guess. I can't do that. But that's a great problem to have because I do think that a lot of people kind of burn out uh, creatively uh, along the way and then start relying on their back catalog, you know? But I mean, to be able to do it, like you say, is just put it aside and move forward all the time. That, that's the, the trick, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it is, but uh, it works, <laughs> that, works for, that works for me. <laughs> yeah, man, does it ever, too. And what, the other thing I appreciate about it, though, is, like, I don't know if all your releases are out on vinyl, but, I mean, you have a ton of vinyl that you do. A lot of them are, yeah. That's that's kind of, I mean, for the last little while, some of the stuff came out on CD, too, but CDs nobody's really buying cd like everyone's digital downloading stuff so if you you know if you put something out you might as well i mean i like records too you know so so it's always fun to have something out on record and be like oh here's this i did this like you know yeah man absolutely was that like something from the start though like uh, 
you know, in your first days, CDs were pretty big at that moment, I imagine, you know what I mean? But you always went the vinyl route before it was cool to. I used to put out tapes and then, uh, so moving up to a CD was like, was like a big thing. Like, you know, and then uh, CDs, you know, like I said, I don't know. I don't know. Records are just so cool. Like, I don't know. And, uh, and if you, if you listen to records and stuff like that, you all, and you're a musician, you want to make your own record. Like, right. You know, so. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I, I totally agree with you. Cause like CDs for me are kind of in the middle, you know what I mean? Like if you're in a, car home or whatever you know it, it, the ease of digital music is kind of fun you can find whatever you want and that kind of thing but as far as a collectible goes i'm not going to settle for something this big that sounds this big you know <laughs> like having the vinyl in front and being able to feel it and stare stare blankly at it while you're listening to it and i, I love that shit man yeah now i don't know if a lot of people know this about you but you do obviously a lot of solo shows, one man band style, but you also play with, you know, like you're saying, collaborate with a lot of people and do a lot of band shows as well. Do you have a preference from one style of show to the other? Uh, not so much. A, yeah, it all depends what mood I'm in. Like if I, uh, like I said, that's a, like with collaborating, it like keeps it fresh. So like if I switch to, you know, doing band stuff, and then I go and do my one-man band thing. It's like to- it's really totally different. Like, uh, and yeah, and then you, you you do one thing for a while, and then you switch to the other thing, and you you know, go going back and forth keeps keeps it fresh for me. So I don't really have a super preference. What What are the main differences uh, for you? I don't mean physically, because obviously it's a, a different physical thing, but like mindset. You know, the little voice in your head while you're playing. Do you notice a big difference in that when you're playing solo versus with other people? Well, it's different. Yeah, when you're playing solo, it's it's just all up to you, and you know, uh, so that's the biggest thing, I guess. Yeah, you know, being, being having others there and being able to depend on them to. <laughs> get it going you know it, it, it's a different yeah that's the biggest thing uh, that, that makes so much sense I, I was asking because like there's part of me like I, I did one of these internet uh, live video solo shows not too long ago and I, I did notice one thing like at first I was kind of nervous because it's not something I do a lot right but I did notice there's a certain freedom in playing solo as well that I kind of enjoy that end of it yeah you're just you stop playing, the music's over. Like, like, a, like, a, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So but I, th- I think complete... the not having to, you know, necessarily follow an arrangement or, you know, mm-hmm. or even jumping from one song to another song and then maybe back to the original song, you know, all these types of freedoms. Yeah, totally. But like when you do your, your solo shows, you're also playing other instruments as well. You're playing drums. Right. Yeah, yeah, the one-man band stuff, so it's, I mean, it's the same thing, it's just a little more, yeah, a little more beefy, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but do you find it hard, like, just, a, like, even dexterity-wise, or coordination-wise, I guess is the better word, like, you know, to play drums and guitar and sing at the same time, I'm not even sure if you do other instruments as well. <laughs> no, I, uh, I do... I pick uh, different songs to play with either if I'm doing it solo or if I'm doing it playing with bands, I can, you know, so uh, that's how I work it. Yeah, no, it's, it's really cool. And it's really cool. Like I, I, I'm happy that I've seen 
some of your journey. You know, I mean, like when we talk about who you were playing at the jail house versus who you are playing at club soda. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, 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 bad. But I mean, like, obviously there's, it's similar, but I mean, it doesn't compare. Like you became, you know, well-known people recognize your music, your, your energy that you portray from the, the show is next to, you know, it's, it's absolutely fantastic, you know? Oh, thanks. Well, yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not just, I'm, not just, I'm not just rubbing my butt against the table. That's it, man. So, you know, just slide the dollar rate down there in the crack, I remember, you know? I remember back in the, I would like, I remember one time, like this guy was on his, this, older guy he was on his chair and i just tipped his chair over and i was like oh oh, oh and i just let him drop <laughs> like 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 really horrible things like like but it, it was still funny like you know i don't know well absolutely man i mean it's rock and roll you it know? was a different it's time like, it was a different time yeah. it really was it really was like i you know i'm so happy too though that we got to do all these shows where not everybody's filming every five seconds of everything with their telephones you know what i mean because it was a different time yeah yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, like, uh, it, it, it's nice to, you know, to be able to do things and not, you know, just know mentally that you're working and it's part of your journey. You, you, you know, not everything was meant to be filmed. And I find these days, it's like, you know, somebody can start a career young, everything's filmed right away and it's kind of like pigeonhole. That's what that person is, you know? Okay. Yeah. Or just for the actual sake of enjoyment, I don't know. I don't know. There should just be there. There should be allowed like just one person to film stuff during a show, <laughs> right? You can document it. Take some. Are you good taking pictures? Okay, you you take pictures. You know. That's the way. Then all those awful recordings would just disappear. <laughs> you know. You know. It's like yeah, you're like sitting in front of a speaker. Like, <sighs> There's boring. so much of that. You know. I don't know. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> wild, man. I like the stash. The stash is looking good, bro. <laughs> how, how have you been doing like through COVID and all this? So like, uh, have, have you like, obviously you, you're a touring musician. You make your money playing music and stuff. Like how are you, how are you holding in there? Yeah. Like, I mean, the no, not working sucks, whatever, but uh, being able to have spent this much time at home has been great. Like, uh, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I got kids, you know, so uh, it's great being at home. Uh, and uh, it's great. I stay busy, like, like with recording and stuff like that, like, you know, writing songs and stuff like that. And uh, we'll see what it, <laughs> how long, how long we're stuck in, how long we're out of work for. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Did you do any of those internet shows that everybody seems to be doing, you know, like live streaming shows? I did some live streams, yeah. Yeah, how'd you More feel about be- it? Uh, some were fun. I did, I did, I did a bunch like solo, like at home, and then I did, uh, I did one where like when we were allowed to go out again, I did some with some friends, and it was so much fun playing with people that I was like, oh, I don't want to play the alone ones at home anymore. <laughs> like, you know, so yeah, those are pretty fair, and uh, it's a different. Uh, you know, it's a different thing than obviously playing an actual show in a club and people are out there like, you know, um, I don't know. Yeah. They're, uh, yeah. 
I might do more. I, you know what I did? You know what I did the other day, like yeah, a couple of weeks ago or some, maybe actually maybe it was more than that. And uh, I was out. Uh, I took my son for breakfast before, uh, before dropping him off at uh, daycare. And then, uh, and, and I get out to my car and there's a parking ticket on it. And I'm like, ah, oh, crap. I'm like, that's the last thing I need during, you know, not even working. It's a freaking parking ticket. I'm like, ah, I'm driving home. I'm ah, grumbling to myself. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm like, hey, I'll go home and do a live stream. Try to raise some ticket money. Like, you know what I mean? You know? <laughs> yeah. And, but instead of playing music, I was going to. I was gonna cut my hair anyways, but but I just figured I'll live stream myself cutting my hair, <laughs> you know. And I did, and I like I like shave my head, and I and I and I made more doing shaving my head than I did playing music during these live streams. So I don't know what you know. People are funny. I, I freaking love it though. But it, it's true. It's say like a. <laughs> I have friends in a band called the Slackers. I don't know if you know the Slackers, and uh, they they regularly you know, did all these uh, internet shows and stuff too. But I, after a while, I think they, they broke it up and okay, that one member would do something, then the next, you know, because it, you know, the edit, it ended up being so long now. It's like, you want to start doing different things. So what, one of their horn yeah. players, he's in the kitchen cooking and stuff and doing his live show and, you know, playing a horn line here and there. But people are just finding stuff to do. I think people just want to hang out. Well, that's it, right? It's like, so okay, true. What are you doing? Like, yeah. I find as time's been going on, it's like, you know, we have our highs and lows there, but man, I'm due to see some friends. That's for sure. It's fucking great to see your face, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking, but, uh, of, speaking of Dom and, and, uh, and me and you and uh, Journeys, do you remember the time in, uh, we went to Toronto? Yes, I do. <laughs> I've told that story so many times, man. Oh my god, it's a horrible, <laughs> horrible, horrible story, man. Should we talk about that or no? That's Absolutely, like old, that's yeah. Because I, I'm really no, no. It's not old news. I've never shared this on the podcast, but I'm. I want to hear your version of it and see how it evolved in my head. <laughs> okay, so we played. I forget where we was it the not not the Cameron House I forget where we where we yes played. Ca Cameron House that's it right at the Cameron House okay yeah so at the Cameron House we did the show and it was great it was it was Transylvania five hundred who was amazing and uh, and uh, and then at the end of the night I was so hungry like I like usual after the show I'm like oh, I gotta eat I gotta eat like you know was in, and uh, and uh, so I took off. And I went, I went to get food and then I come back to the venue and everybody's gone. Everybody's gone. Okay. Like, uh, we were hanging with the Toronto folks and much and us, the Montreal folks and the Montreal folks thought I was with the Toronto folks going out somewhere and the Toronto folks thought I was with the Montreal folks and everybody just fucking left. So I'm there and I'm like, well, I guess they'll be back soon or something like, you know, then the van is still parked outside and I'm like, Oh, your, your van, by the way. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and I'm like, I'm like they'll be back soon okay so i'm hanging around and it, it was like november i think and it was it was pretty cold it was like you know colder than what i was dressed for prepared and anyways and then you know whatever the time in toronto the two o'clock three o'clock the bars close and i'm there's nobody and i'm just there like okay blah 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 and then i'm like uh freezing my butt outside i went with you know they got the hot dog guys outside there all night I, I hung around them and like got warm with their you know hot dog fire and uh <laughs> and 
I remember there was like a entranceway to someone's apartments, like or like like I just opened the door and I like sat on their stairs for like hours, just staring at the van. Like, are they coming back? Like, and I go back out to the hot dog guy and like and like warm up a bit, and then uh, and then like like eight o'clock rolls around and it's there's nobody there yet. And I'm still I've been out all night. And the van's not there anymore, right? No, 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 no. The van is still there. I, I, okay. I, I bought a, you know, a coffee and stayed in the coffee shop for like five hours or whatever, you know, to, and it's, and it's, uh, eight o'clock now. So some stores are opening up again, you know? So I go into this magazine store, right, right. Uh, I think it was near the horseshoe or no, 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 it was further out. And, and, and anyways, and I go in this magazine store and I'm looking at magazines for like five minutes and I come back out and the van is gone. And I'm like, I missed him. I missed him. And with five minutes, I, I took my eyes off. I, I missed him. Oh, man. And then I'm like, I'm just, I'm still around the area where the van is because I don't know where else to go. This is before cell phones and all that stuff. Or at least before cell phones for me. And around noon, Dom comes strolling up and he's just like, hey, man, what's up? And I'm like, Hey man, let me tell you about my night. Are you, hey man, and I'm telling him, and he's, I'm like, where's the van? I'm like, Kirsten, like, he, he, he like, he like, he like left already, and, and like stuff. And then we're like, so both of us are now waiting, and, and we're like, oh. And then you come strolling up finally, and is like, dup, 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 dup. hey guys, and we're like, hey guy, and we're like, where'd you go? And, he, and he's like, oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You tell us everything. And then we're like, let's, yeah, let's just hop in a van and go. And, and we're like, the van, the van is gone. And then, uh, and then you're like, I didn't move the van. And then uh, we find out that it was in a towing, uh, towing spot. So the van got towed at eight in the morning, whenever that's what, that's why I saw it leave. Like the first thing. Right. right. So when I, so after that hellish night of like staying out and like, oh, I want to sleep and like, oh, like, just like hell, I finally get together with, with, with you guys and we couldn't leave yet. We still had, we had to track down the van and we finally found it. It was at some, some tow yard or something. And then, oh, we finally got out of there like hours later. And I remember the morning went, cause I had an amazing night. <laughs> I bet you did. I, bet, I had I just the best night that night. I hope it was. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, and so I'm coming back all happy the next day, you know. And I just remember you, you looked like a wet puppy dog, and I felt so bad. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> awful! But you're right; we didn't have cell phones back then, you know. <laughs> no, none of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> but and, and I remember because <laughs> man, I, I still I remember it like yesterday. I remember the hot dog vending that cart was there, you know, and you and Dom, but Dom didn't look so bad. You on the other hand, that was just because like, he oh, went out somewhere terrible. and you know he went out with some whoever he went out with, and then he <laughs> goes up with a smile on his face, you know, and I'm just there like <laughs> two smiley boys and one wet dog. <laughs> serves me right. That's serves it. me right though to take off and go eating. Uh, Unannounced or whatever, <laughs> but because like we thought you went to to see a friend exactly. or something too. Exactly, you know? exactly, exactly. You weren't worried about me. Yeah, exactly. I was. I was in your mind. I was. I was having a ball. Yeah. But I do remember that it took us forever to find the van because oh, they oh, supposedly my. like the, the the place where where like the pound I guess was like almost outside of Toronto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a far thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> fucking crazy. Oh, I, I'm impressed with your memory, though. That's pretty much how I remember it. You know, my story is a bit different, you know. But, it's, but it's I just remember scarred. That it's scarred. <laughs> scarred, dude. It's right in there. <laughs> I'd swear you would look so cold. <laughs> Shit. But that's it rock and remember. roll, you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we had stupid nights. Yeah. Well, but great stupid stories to tell because yeah. if you go along the theory that basically you only live to collect all these stories to be able to tell right before you die right that's funny yeah <laughs> but yeah man <laughs> it's funny i was talking to, to one of my uh, my buds, uh, buddies that i work with and he's a pretty straight guy you know what i mean and i uh, love him dearly don't get me wrong but it comes from a different background and he was saying how oh you know in the rock and roll scene you know it's crazy because so many people you know drink or do drugs or have reckless sex and all that kind of thing you know i'm like well you know they don't say you know you can't have a whole scene built on sex drugs and rock and roll and have it be safe <laughs> yeah you know what i mean and or not expect fucked up things to happen if everybody's yeah. drunk and on drugs and having sex well fucked up shit is gonna happen it kind of comes with the territory <laughs> yeah until they invented phones and every backstage was just every band member staring at their phone like Right. And then social media. <laughs> so that yeah, yeah. everybody's scared to be, you know, have pictures taken with their friends that they make. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> um, you've been recording throughout COVID, though. Do you have releases like coming up? Is that what's going on? Or? Uh, I. Uh... I just always like to record, like, like, like I said, I record at home. So just whenever there, whenever we get a song, it's just record it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. don't wait, just, just do it. And uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like during this, during this COVID thing, like I had actual, you know, records come out that were planned to be coming out, you know, end of March, April kind of thing. And so they came out during this thing, like, you know, this uh, lockdown or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, some, so those stuffs are already out. Like, like, like I said, I've moved on it. Like, like, like I should still, I should, I still want to promote them one day when I, you know, play some shows and uh, try to sell some of those records. But there's just so many songs building up that it's just like, yeah, I just keep recording and uh, I don't know, probably put it on Bandcamp or, or you know, something like that. Like, uh, yeah. But know, who are you like? Are you using rec or working with record labels when you're releasing your uh, your vinyls? Yeah. Yeah. What, what label are you working with now? Uh, I mainly work with one called Goner Records. They've been putting out my full lengths. And uh, for when it comes to like seven inches and like singles like that, I like, I just, uh, I got, I work with a lot of different labels. Like uh, this one in Spain called Sleazy. Uh, another one in Spain, Ghost Highway. Uh, one in California called Pig Baby. Like uh, High Tide. Well, too like like a lot of different labels in the U.S. and Europe kind of thing. Well, well, that's it because you play in in U.S. and Europe regularly as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Haven't played Europe so much lately, but I used to play there a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But like with the U.S., like um, I don't know if you want to get into it or anything like that, and you can say no. But like you play there a lot now. Yeah, right, but. Were, were you? I, I say that because I've been having trouble with the border on and off over the last couple of years as well. Really? Like, have you had have you had border troubles at all? I have. Do you know I have, or are you just asking? Like, well, no, you know I have, right? 
Well, well I, I, th- I think I know. Like, my memory's a little... By the way, have you ever gotten banned from the state? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was... Oh, okay, because uh, I, I, I couldn't remember exactly, to tell you the truth. I just remember that I, okay. I, I'm having trouble at the border. I remember you had the, a story at the border at one point. Yeah. Hey, cheer- cheers, by the way. Cheers to you. I want to go get a drink. Can I yeah. get a drink? Really what do you do? Yeah, go get a drink. I'll be five seconds, okay? No problem. I'm going to hang out with people here and drink. I'm going to drink with a birthday boy. <laughs> See, I'm really happy because my, my brother, my uh, best friend, Stu, uh, gave me this flask with my name engraved in it. I'm like, what a present. And this, I can't remember the name of it, but oh, it's an shit. amazing... That sounds about right. We're at a show again. I love it. <laughs> I, I better wait a second to open that up. Oh, man. Right? Oh, man. But yeah, it looks like these two games. These are the, these are the headphones I, I record with, by the way. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that looks yeah, about they right. They don't even fit because because they're broken. They don't even, nothing even fit on my ear. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, but you gotta, that's why you're, you're mixing some extra low end into there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, uh, shit. What oh, are you man. drinking there? What you, what you got going on? I got gross. I got. Ooh, nice. I got a gross that is. Uh, Exploding all over the place here because I just dropped. <laughs> That's it. Making messes. I love it. Yeah. Mm, some of By my the way, best... I don't. I don't. I don't have my uh, my uh, kids today. Just in case you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy on the loose COVID. Daddy's style. spilling beer it. all over the table. Like, uh, no, no. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's funny. My, my family basically just knows that's how it goes, and they gave up even talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I was just telling the people while you're away, Stu gave me this when, when he got married. It's a flask with my name engraved on it. That is sweet. Yeah. Uh, he would love to see you, too. How's he uh, doing? Stu- is he in Van Cleek? Yeah, he bought a house down there. He's doing great, man. He's been playing That's a lot awesome. of music and trying different instruments. He's been going instrument crazy, buying all kinds of instruments and doing recordings and stuff, whether it's guitar, bass, drums, singing, and a whole bunch of stuff. And you know, he's, he's keeping busy. He's doing well. That's great. Say hi. Hi, Stu. I'll just mm-hmm. say hi. Well, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Derek, say hi from you, would you? <laughs> if you? If you made it all the way through here, Stu, you've... <laughs> you, know, you would be here. Hey, here's a, a, a real, like, almost like interview style question for you. You have a particular style uh, of music that's extremely... You know, I, I'm not going to say defined, but you, you definitely have your, your own sound. Before you started playing music, okay, what did you hear? Like, what got you going in this sonic direction? Uh, I liked a lot of that stuff early on, 50s kind of rock and roll and rockabilly. It was a friend of mine in kindergarten, uh, kindergarten or grade one, and his... Uh, he had an older, it was like, he was like my best friend and, and he had uh, an older brother who liked that kind of stuff and he got us into that stuff. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I've always, I've always liked that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know. I just like it. And then, and then uh, when you, when I got older, I would, you know, I, 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 from that genre, I knew like a lot of the popular guys, Gene Vincent, Eddie Cocker and stuff like that, but uh, getting older and, digging more in, into it and hearing a lot of the more obscure stuff. There's a lot of crazy, crazy, crazy records that I, I think are crazier than the records today. And, uh, and it, and they were because they were 
making it up as they went along there there was no you know now it's almost like there's a rule book to you know a certain genre or something like you know what i mean and when it's happening mm-hmm. when it's just exploding like they don't know what the hell is going on so they're just like how's this sound and like like and it's great and it, that's so uh yeah yeah that's what that's what's got got me going and keeps me going <laughs> i guess <laughs> <laughs> did but did, did people in your family or household play at all or were you the only one they didn't play music, no, no. I was just talking about this with a friend of mine last night. How like when uh, my family used to go on on like weekend trips, you know, we go to Plattsburgh or like something. We had this Conway Twitty tape in the car, and we'd all sing along to it. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that probably got a, like a country bug in me early or something, or Conway Twitty's, you know. Yeah, no, that, that's cool because like. Yeah, I always when I think of you, like I'm thinking of somebody who's naturally music uh, musical, not not scholastically musical, because you can always tell, like I, you know, somebody that writes so many songs. I mean, you have a natural musicality just going on in your head. You're always, you know, something new, something new, something new, and try and like find out where did that come from, you know? <laughs> like, right. it's sometimes it could be even another activity that is similar in the sense of, you know, always having to do something and it kind of translates to music. You know, it could be a, a, a lot of different things, but it's like, where did you get that from, man? That accent in your head. I think, I think a lot of people have different skills and they're good at this and they're good at that or they, or, or, or they, you know, I have no skills at all. I have no skills at all. And the only thing I like doing is, is, is playing music and making up songs like, like, you know, so maybe that's it. I have no. Yeah. I have. I have. I have nothing else taking up my time. Like, <laughs> oh, I gotta. I gotta. I gotta work on the house this weekend and build a fucking blah blah blah. You like a new deck or something? Like, no, that's not me. You just said the key to something. I think, man. I have to like. I I find people today aren't getting bored enough. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's, everything's a screen in front of them, a movie, yeah. they put on a DVD, Netflix, uh, whatever. Everything's so easily accessible that people aren't getting bored. And I find a lot of creativity comes through being bored and you create yeah. something. Yeah, 100%. I think so too. Because yeah, yeah, you're just, just distracted all the time. It's like, well. Well, that's it. You then know. you're just another zombie in front of a screen. Pretty much, you know. Hey, there's a song right there we just wrote, see? Zombie in a screen? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> just in time for Halloween, zombie in a screen. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right? Oh, man, I don't know if you heard that beep. I'm cooking, while I'm talking to you, I'm cooking jerk chicken right now. Oh, man. And, oh, yeah, it's, it smells so good in here right oh, now. I just, during this lockdown, I became a vegetarian. What? How crazy is that? Me? Yeah. What, what a time uh, to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What about now? He's still vegetarian. Still vegetarian. I mean, I've had no, I've no. Had look fish. here. Oh shit! <laughs> oh man! No, you say yeah, you, you say you say jerk. I'm like I'm like all over it. I love I love that I love that spicy kick. You know. Well, hey man, you know uh, veg, uh, jerk vegetables amazing as well, right? Jerk carrots, yeah. mm, so good. Uh, sorry, I had to turn that <laughs> off. Oh, it smells so great. Um. What I was going to say was because you know how you're working with these labels in different countries, even which is I think is pretty fucking amazing, honestly. Like just a you know being influenced also from you know working from people that come from very far away. But what what have been some of your play, favorite places to play? Like you used to go to Europe a lot. You go to the states a lot. Canada, obviously. Yeah. You know what? I think 
I think I I was I went to Europe so many times I was like really taking it for granted. Because I'd be, you know, in Paris, anywhere, like anywhere, all these places. And it's just like, meh, like, you know, again, like, you know, or like, like not totally that, that, that feeling. Of course, I, I'd be like, oh, this is great, but not appreciating it fully. Like, 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 you know, yeah. now when I stop going for a while, like I think back and I'm like, oh man, those, some of those places were just unbelievable. Like, you know, yeah, um, you know, Italy, I love so much. Uh, God, he's all these beautiful places and uh yeah you know and just just from not being able to travel now um you know what i miss even just from just not just the town itself but just the traveling like uh, driving around quebec like going to all these places up north or something like just the drives are so gorgeous that i miss them you know i think it's one of the things i miss the most about it too it's not necessarily just the show but the you know the voyage being on the road that feeling yeah, yeah. Being in a van that isn't in a, in a tow yard. <laughs> You're right. But hey, we're actually in the van. This is great. Like, you know, like uh, that, that amazing feeling of being in a van that you think might die any minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's what not a, a great, great feeling. feeling. <laughs> yeah, Fuck, yeah. I know, man. Uh, yeah. Shit, in the middle Being out of gas fun. and just, just like, am I going to find a gas station? The light's been on for half an hour. <laughs> I, I was talking about this the other day. I think every time that I buy a vehicle, I, 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 I try to run out of gas once on purpose, but near a gas station. You know why, right? Because that's where you want to know where the real gas line is. Because you know it goes lower than empty, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think in my head always, there's like, there's like I got to, when I'm on the highway, like, I got a half hour. I got a half hour. Like, you know, mm. like. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> so and, many then, times and, then, and then and then and then when you waste your t- you're like oh you see a sign for gas and you you turn off and it's closed and you're like fuck i just wasted all that gas like turning off to come here like <laughs> <laughs> it's so true man they, they've got to have laws about that when they when it says okay there's a gas station at the next exit but then you get there and you realize it's like another 15 kilometers just, away yeah. <laughs> oh god that's the fuck worst. it's awful man it's happened to us <laughs> Gas station may not be right at the exit. Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Maybe I remember 50 what... miles in. Yeah. <laughs> There's this one time. It was, you know, a type thing where like, oh, should we stop this gas station? No, no, we'll wait for the next one, right? And then you show up and it's closed. And and by at this, you know, it's a Sunday because out west in BC and stuff like that, a lot of gas stations don't open on Sundays. What the fuck is that? <laughs> gas it's stations crazy. in BC on Sundays? Yeah, in some places, especially up in the mountains where oh they don't get as God. much traffic. It happened to us that one gas station was closed and we're on fumes at this point. Like, we're not making another kilometer, right? But oh right God. beside was a, a police station. But the police station was closed as well. And they had a wow. phone saying, in case... You know like, what you do then? Like a, you know what you do then? I got robbed the gas ideas. station. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Man, but it was funny at this police station, they even had a phone by the front door that says, if it's an emergency, pick up the phone and press dial. It wasn't a number. You just press dial. Right. So we did this. And then a sleepy police officer answers the phone. Oh, yeah. You know, you could hear him basically scratching his balls. And then he's like, you know, what's up? And like, we're out of gas and the gas station that's beside your police station is closed and we can't go any farther. And he goes, all right, give me a minute. Uh, Call me back in five minutes. Like, all right. So we hang up. We don't really understand what he's doing, right? Apparently, this is not. That's like 
that's like him pressing snooze. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but apparently this isn't the first time this happened. So what he, he was doing, we call back in five minutes. He goes, okay, talk to the hotel people that have the gas station. They're, uh, they'll charge you 20 bucks to turn on the gas pumps. Yeah, yeah. But they'll get, they'll get you gas and you'll be good to go. And so, you know, then we see a person kind of walk out to the pump, switch it all on, had to tip him 20 bucks, which at that point we were happy to do, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I don't have to suck his dick. Like, like, (laughs) that's it. (laughs) Rock, paper, scissors. Who's got to take it for the team? Yeah. (laughs) I remember one time going, going through the park. um, You know, you ever gone to like Ruin Aranda? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the, the park there, the, you know, there's a couple of, or a couple of hours, I, I think, or a good stretch where you're, there's nothing, you know, especially. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like, it was just before New Year's, so it was pretty cold. It was really cold out, and uh, and the light, boom, the light went off. Maybe you know, as soon as we're going through, and it's like <laughs> there'll be something soon. And 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 man, remember what I said about like a half hour? It was like over a half hour, and, we're, and my friend beside me is like dude, we're going to die. We're going to freeze out here and <laughs> die. And I'm just like, no, we're going to find something. Man. We're going to find something. He's like, we're going to die. Like, like, you know, <laughs> and then, uh, man, we found, we just as, I don't know what the 45 minutes or something, boom, we finally get out of the park and there's that, that first station, but it wasn't open yet, but there was a guy there and, and, and he, he opened up everything, uh, early, a little early for us. Cause we yeah. were stuck. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it's so amazing though on the road, like so many people that help you out though. You know, I mean that that's a thing not everybody talks about, but like so many bands on the road would not have gotten to shows without help from people they've met along the way in all these different situations, you know? Yeah. 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 <coughs> that's uh, a special thing. Uh, it really is. It, you know, like in Europe, one thing I love is a lot of the venues actually have band rooms, right? With beds in them and stuff and you know, they're cooking you these amazing meals and, you know, there's always somebody hosting the, the, the so band. That, that time I couldn't, I couldn't uh, go to the state. Like, I think it's almost better that we get to travel and try, especially in Canada, like touring across Canada as your first tour or like something like, wow. Yeah. And then you go to the States and then it's a, a little more like, tick, 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 <laughs> like, like a little, it's not like driving across the prairies or like whatever for a fucking day and like being like, yeah, I didn't see anything. And then, uh, and then when you go to Europe, it's like, oh my God, you're going to feed me and put me up for the night and give me all these beers and like actually pay me. Like, it's like crazy. So it's kind of like going like this or like, I figure if, if you're like, a European band, it would it would kind of be going like this, like to like to like come here. I don't know. It's so true. And doesn't every single band go on about it? The first, like you know, let's say you did ten Canadian tours, and then finally you do your first uh, European tour, and you're like, what the fuck? And you're respected, and people like you. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy the difference, and uh, just how musicians are viewed. I find. Yeah. You rolling a spliff over? I don't know about. I am. I am. I uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh. Yeah. May as well. That's it. Yeah, man. Well, um, there's a lot of spliff smoking on this show. Okay. Um. Who was I saying? <laughs> well, <laughs> Europe. Being fed, having a place to sleep, a host. Yeah. 
But like when you say you went to, to to Europe a lot, you've been to like a lot of countries there. Yeah. Because that's the thing. I mean, you know, you could drive through Canada or not forget Canada, just Quebec and cross what four or five countries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot more compact. When I first started, when I was booking my own stuff out there, though, I would book it like play here, and I was taking the train. I was by myself taking the train. I I I'd play here. Then I'd play here the next night, and then I'd play here the next night, and then there, and it was just like way like traveling, like very badly booked because I thought, oh, there it's all so close together, a couple hours or something like, but it was like you know thirteen hours, you know, and then oh, <laughs> it was very badly booked, uh, but uh, yeah. But it's funny though. We did one tour with a band called The Faintest Idea out of England. And they're like, oh, man, it's going to be a long drive tomorrow. So make sure to sleep well and everything. You know, I think it's going to be a six hour drive. We all, everybody, my band just started busting out laughing because we're so used to like, you know, yeah, we're going to Marie Toronto? To wherever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another wow. 10 or 11 hour a day. That's amazing. <laughs> what right? I love, what I love is the, the like maximum two, three hour drives in between. Man, it's so fucking magical. You know, it's like, long enough to enjoy oh. it and call it a road trip, but you're not dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can sleep in. Oh, yeah. You can, you, yeah. Once, you, once you get on the road, you can take your time. You know, oh, God. There's nothing worse than being like white knuckle rush, like just rushing it, like trying to like, <laughs> like uh. I don't know who books your Canadian tours, but, you know, the, the mistake that most like bookers that are kind of new to booking or whatever. It's like, they don't take whether you're driving West or East into consideration either. Cause if it's a long drive and you're heading East, but then you do the time changes as well. You're like fucking waking up at six in the morning after going to bed at four in the morning, you know, just hating your life from that drive. But My, then you finally make it to Thunder Bay. Yeah. I had this one drive once that I did. I had to do by myself. Cause like I, I I still, I always traveled a lot alone. And uh, I left Winnipeg on a Sunday afternoon to get to Sudbury to play the Monday night. Right. <laughs> so that's a 24 hour drive. And I did it all by myself. And I made it to Sudbury and I show up and there was not even a, a fucking poster for the show. And I was like, ah, like, <laughs> like it really killed it. Really, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, man, I totally... Hey, I'm taking a leak while we do this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> hey, uh, that's, you know, that's the fun thing about this podcast, man. Like, anything fucking goes, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I'll go, I'll go out and have a smoke while you're taking a leak. Yeah, man. I'll take oh, I, I, I'm going to smoke one, too. Is that sativa or indica? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's probably sativa, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's one thing that's cool now, I find, with the SQDCs. You know, there are so many people back in the day, it's like, you know, oh, I'm going to smoke some weed. Weed is weed, you know what I mean? Whereas now it's like, what kind are you going to smoke? And they're all uh -huh. different and all that kind of thing, you know? It's definitely fun. I do like uh, sativa more, though. I, I, I'm with you on that as well, especially, like, daytime smoking and if i'm being creative or playing you know guitar at yeah. home or singing at home or whatever i or, definitely or, go sativa unless you just want to fall asleep yeah. <laughs> well that's it you know <laughs> then i'll hit some crazy indica and knock my ass right usually, the fuck out. yeah 
Yeah, it usually it usually ends up with the same result, anyways. I'll usually <laughs> right. <"Yeah." laughs> I love it, man. How's your how's your chicken coming? Oh man, I just turned it off. So so now it's just warm in the oven. Oh, it looks fucking amazing. I tried to be healthy, so I took the skin off. That's about as healthy as I'll get, right? Mmm, <laughs> spicy. Woo, big time spicy. One of the spiciest jerk chickens in Canada, in as far as restaurants go. Did you ever go to Pat's in Toronto? Wait, I got a plane going over me. Look, can you see it? Oh, oh shit, yeah. Where are you right now? I live in. Uh, I live by the airport. Doorbell. Right, eh? That's wild, man. Yeah. Hmm. Nice fatty cones. I like that, yeah, man. Yeah, man. You'd love uh, my mom's. Uh, uh, my mom makes me hot sauce. She's from Trinidad, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I was gonna ask you. You would. You would, you would love this hot sauce, man. <laughs> Trinidad gets real hot. I mean, spice wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's funny because, like, I don't find the Jamaican hot sauces to be the hottest at all. I think Trinidad is way hotter. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, or even Indians, like you know, some of the matooks there. Those are good, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, but there's so them, many, yeah. but some yeah. of them are real, real, real hot. Yeah. Do you have a favorite kind that you go to, like a regular? Uh, you know, you, what's your go-to hot sauce? Um, I have a, I have a few, <coughs> I guess. I mean, you know what I really like are, uh, are, uh, um. Chili peppers, but but like uh, in the not 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 crushed already. You know what I mean? When you get to crush yeah, them, yeah, yeah, they're, and they're nice and dry. Oh god, I love that. Those are spicy. Absolutely, I always, I always take the uh, the seeds out though. I find it's too much the next morning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thai 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 chilies. The first time I ever messed with those, though, I swear. I was so used to like uh, going crazy with uh, pepper. That I, yeah. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what Thai chilies were uh, like. You know, like the, the little red, <laughs> the, little, the little red ones. So I wasn't sure. So I made, I made in one plate of spaghetti. I cut up seven, yeah, seven of these things, and uh, <laughs> and I put them in my plate in in one plate. Not a whole, not a whole sauce. And with just one plate, I put seven of these chilies, and it was insane. It was just insane, and. Uh, so I learned to just put one of those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm good with that. Yeah. I remember when we were living on Clark and Duluth, okay? Uh, Stu and I were making uh, some hot sauce and we got dried scotch bonnets, all right, with mm. the seeds and everything in them, but they were dried even hotter, right? And my buddy, uh, he goes to me, he goes, uh, my buddy, uh, Mike, Mike Vaden, he, he goes, oh, dude, I ate one and it wasn't really so bad. Me, the dumbass I am, believed him, <laughs> and I took an entire dried scotch ah. bonnet, ate the whole thing, dude. No shit, I was literally I the, hallucinating. Wait, I, bet, I bet there was plenty of shit. Okay, no, oh, yeah, <laughs> right. No, but seriously, yeah, I met, yeah. I, like at one point, it, like I was hallucinating. I had trouble standing up. I've not that pepper has never done that to me, right? And. It wouldn't go away. I was doing everything. I was drinking the milk. I'm eating the bread. And it was kind of like a glow. I would take a sip. And then two seconds after, whoa, it's back. You know what I mean? So, it was so bad. And we're talking like 45 minutes later, I'm still not well. 
at one point I'm like, I got to get well, you know what I mean? But it took forever. That was the hottest thing I ever ate, you know, and it was fucked up, man. Do you know, do, do you know who King Khan is? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I remember from the Jealous. Right. So, um, so I don't, I don't like these kind of hot sauces, but like, you know, the ones that are, I don't know, they probably still have them, but they're probably better now. But like back, I don't know how long, 10, 20 years ago, there, there was like those jackass sauce or kick you in the, you yeah. know, like, and, and they were like just kind of stupid names, but, but they were like insanely hot, but they had, they didn't really have a total flavor to them. They, they were, they were just hot for the sake of being hot. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like mortal like, death. I like, I like flavor, flavorful spices. And, and, uh, so he he had this one. It, it was called hot as shit sauce, and that was that was all it said <laughs> on the on the white label. There was nothing, no ingredients. It was no picture. It was yeah. just a white label that said hot as shit sauce. And it was like three in the morning or something. I'm, I'm at his place, and I'm like, I gotta make some. I made some ravioli or something, and I uh, <laughs> ravioli <laughs> something you know you know something late 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 at night in the microwave you know, and then uh, and I go to grab this hot sauce, and I go to pour and I pour it. And it pours, it's like a beer bottle. Like, like, like it was just like, bloop, and it just went all over, like all oh, over shit. the plate. And everyone in the room is just like backing up like, ah, and I'm like, wow, wow, wow. I'll just mix it in. I'll mix it in. It'll be great. It'll be great. And I'm eating it. And it was like, you're saying, like, like needles are coming out of my forehead. Like, ah, like, uh, and so then I'm fun. like, but it's, it's addictive too. Cause you're just like. Well, like, yeah. I need another bite. I need like it's like crack. It's like I need another bite. It is. So it is like drugs, maybe. And then uh, not that I know what crack is like. And it, no, no, I, I got you. I got you. And then and then and then Arish is there. King Khan, and he's like, he's like, I, I gotta try some too. And he he comes over and starts eating it with me. And 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 we're both just like, ah! <laughs> and we're like, and we're like, man, when we play a show. We should eat it. We, we should eat a whole bunch of this shit before, like uh, right before the show, and then go out and play. Like, that's funny. Yeah. It's funny you're seeing that. You know, ones that look like beer bottles. Check this guy out. It's pretty fucking psycho. Oh, it's a tequila one. But then you're right. How they get crazy, like you know, Area Fifty One, and you know, I, I just love collecting hot sauces. I have all kinds of different ones, and um, you know, as much as I like the hot sauce, I like the culture around it too, and the art. Like the art artwork is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they all have their style. I, I really like that a lot. Hey, uh, I'm looking at the time and my recording memory is about to give out. Okay. Brother, it's so amazing to see your face. And amazing you know what? I would love to do this again at a future date as well. I could just hang out. We should cook some food, some vegetarian jerk or something together. Okay. That sounds great. You can show me a recipe. <laughs> Man, love it. Love it. Love it. Don't ever change, brother. You're perfect. Love it and enjoy your meal and happy birthday. Thanks, man. A pleasure, a, great pleasure to see to, a real pleasure to be able to talk to you, especially on your birthday. Uh, love you, man. You stay love cool. You, you do. Just. Boom! Oh, 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 oh. Kim and don't Kim know shit.